number. No idea. I think it. I just. I just put one up today, which was you, thirty. Did you number it? I think it was 30, 32 or thirty-three. So this is thirty-three or thirty-four. Hopefully that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got Sal with us here. Hello, owner and proprietor of the newly opened Lucia of Avenue X, where we are live from Sheepshead Bay. Yeah. Yep, Avenue X and East Twenty Second. Seven one eight three one three zero nine nine nine. So yeah, this is a this is a, a very special honor for us uh, on Base Camp to have. A, a you really have achieved the dream of this podcast the total dream to 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 pivot from techno to pizza is <laughs> no easy feat uh, no, no easy th- feat. like like it's it's something that uh is is truly inspiring for us uh for us on uh on base camp so saved people's eardrums and fed people's stomachs <laughs> there instead. we go there you go yeah soothing the stomach and the uh and the ears yeah um so yeah, like we just had some pies. They were or some some slices. They were fucking great. Tell us a little bit about. Uh, yeah, we had some grandma vodka slice, pepperoni yeah. slice. Yeah, the caramelo picante, which was the hot cherry peppers with pepperoni and hot honey. Uh, most of the slices are finished with basil and fresh pecorino. Um, what else did we have? Oh, vodka slice. Vodka slice. It's mom and dad's old recipe from 1974. Amazing. Um, out in Paplioni's, which was five minutes away from here in Manhattan Beach. Okay. So that's where I grew up with mom and dad while they ran the shop. And uh, So this really is a family, uh, a yeah, family tradition. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. In the beginning, I mean, when I was, I'd work, mm. I'd opt for like closing so I could make music during the day. Um, and, uh, and then uh, I think it was my buddy, my buddy Chris Kayazo uh, had first gotten signed to work them. He was like my in to meet Spencer. And I met Spencer in Panorama Bar in 2014. Um, and he was like, send me records. And I was like, I think they're all shit, <laughs> you know. But I sent him uh, one or two records and he signed me for the first EP, I think, right after Dan, Physical Therapy. I think Dan was 26 and I was number 27 uh, for the label um, in the very beginning. And then, uh, yeah, just stayed the course, working uh, nights, music during the day, sending EPs to him in Germany. And then before and then afterwards, when I moved, I got in touch with, through him, to, in touch with Radio Slave and Records and stuff like that, and then was able to do that. So and you, emissions and you, in the middle, somehow. And, and, and you, you lived in Berlin for how many three years? Three years. Three years, so three years yeah. yeah. I think it was like a few days short of three years, but it was close enough. Just, we can yeah, yeah. And so the pizza was decent enough in Berlin while yeah, you were there? It was, it, was, <laughs> it was really tough to find a New York, um, a New York style slice. Uh, the spot that I, I'm trying to remember the name of that we used to go to. Um, is it Il Casatore? Is that the one? No, the big one. It was very kind Il, of Euro style. Il, yeah. Ca- Il Casolare. Casolare. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Was was our spot for a Sunday pizza? Yeah, yeah. Um, always relatively consistent, wood fired Roman style pizza. Yeah. Um, close to like a New York style dough. Wasn't sourdough or anything, and then. There was other spots that had maintained more of like the Neapolitan uh, correct sort of pizza, like uh, Massaniello. Vera Pizza Napolitana. Yeah. Forgive, yeah. My, forgive my pronunciation. Exactly. No, perfect. Uh, you know, there was Gazzo Pizza, which was uh, a really like new and budding shop, but was absolutely crushing. Um, 
there was uh what was it Futura that was like real deal guys from Naples that uh, were, Cafe Futura yeah it was, I think it was called that yeah yeah, yeah. The well, they, well, they, did, they, they didn't do pizza there usually did they they did okay so maybe we're talking about something something okay. else Monello was also a good one as well so many wood-fired style pizzerias in Berlin there's no uh, uh, coal oven pizza no no coal oven just yeah. wood I think that there might be uh, some level of restriction because I didn't see a single coal oven the entire time I was in Berlin. Yeah. I'm sure they exist, but everyone was using like a very, uh, <clears throat> a very sort of like notable like Stefano Ferrara, yeah, yeah. which is the guy that makes those uh, those quintessential dome ovens. Right, like, right. I think a real pizza, centerpiece kind of kind of thing. Yeah, like Una Pizza Napolitana. I think in in Manhattan has that oven. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of other places have had his ovens uh, forever. But yeah, he's the he was the guy. Like he was like the the sort of industry standard for Neapolitan pies back then. But yeah, now ever now there's a million versions of that type of oven. But yeah, and so your parents' pizza place is not still around, or no, no, okay. no. We wrapped up, so they were open from 1974 into 2017. Okay, okay. Towards the tail end of 16 to 17. I moved to Berlin. So I moved before the final months of operation. Mm -hmm. I was torn. I didn't want to be there for it, you know. Yeah. Um, I regret it now because I think I mean, it, the place, place deserved more of a send-off from me, you know. My childhood was there. Everything was mm -hmm. there for me. But um, I took the high road, took the easy route, you know. And I just decided to make the commitment and move to Berlin. And for the first eight or nine months, I don't, I don't think I, I didn't think I visited. Um, I, I stayed, I stayed in for as long as I could to get something going, yeah. anything at all. <clears throat> um, so how, how, how did the, the pizza your parents place differ from here? You, you've changed the formulas? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we use a lighter, more organic product. Um, the, the, all of our flowers, unbleached, non-bromated. Okay. Um, we, try our best to keep consistent to like a two and a half day ferment cold uh other than that it's real simple how it goes down there's no poolish no biga okay none of that stuff no starter minimal amount of yeast but a really the slow fermentation long, this is yes. really every fucking base camp beta topic <laughs> yeah just <laughs> yeah no, together. I mean, we gotta keep we keep it simple you know what i mean keep it simple but just really good shit you yeah, know? yeah really good shit and the, the pizza isn't tremendously more difficult to make than any other place, but it's just, it's done with like a level of patience that I think has greatly helped over the last four months get us, get us to where we've gotten, you know, that's it. I mean, it seems like it's really popping off Thank on God. a bunch of levels. And yeah, yeah the, 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 the slices were fantastic. And uh, you, you really display a pretty, pretty wide range of, uh, of doughs here too. Yes. The, the, um, the, like the thin slices, uh, they actually remind me almost of like New Jersey style. Yeah, uh, like uh, the squares you're saying. No, no, the well, the 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 the, the, the regular rounds. New York slices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. remind me of um, the pizza that I would get growing up on the uh, on the Ocean City Boardwalk. Okay, yeah. So like a, a pretty pretty lower hydration. Ocean City, New, Jer yeah. New Jersey, not Maryland. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, right. Sure, we're it's all. so finding the level of like hydration to use for guys to make pizza in like high volume has to be at a minimum it's not it can't be something that is so overly hydrated that when it's there's 200 pies to be made in a day 
that these guys are peeling them out of the can after they sat there for 40 minutes. Yeah. And then they're just like, you know, just like falling apart in their hands. When, when, when so I've made pies that are over 70%, it's, it's, it's a nightmare. It's really difficult, right. So And even in the higher 60s, right. it's like... Uh, and we don't, have, we don't have the luxury to sort of... We don't have the luxury to sort of go with such... Um, I don't know if fragility is the right word, but the way that the dough needs to be handled here to sort of match, match the volume and stuff is that the guys really need to be able to lay into it. It needs to have the elasticity and the proteins need to be there in order for this thing to really Absolutely. get done in a timely mm. fashion. Well, but you, you should have a pretty good, pretty good gluten development with a, with a two and a half day ferment. A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. And also making sure that we're, after the dough has been mixing, we're making sure that the temperature of the dough is not very high because we're using a very old school Hobart mixer. Okay. Um, which has since had its out with a lot of like new ager, like more new, new pizza men. They'll say that like, oh, it brings the temperature up of the dough to, from the friction of the bowl. Yeah. Sort of creates this and it can be problematic where it creates a product that is quite hard to roll, quite hard to, you know, and it needs more rest. But when it's at that temperature already, the fermentation process has begun. You know, anything above, I would say 74, 73 degrees, it's going. Yeah, yeah. It's going at, it's going mm. at a, you know, it's going in, in that succession that it needs to be handled and put into a fridge to sort of, to pause it, to yeah. slow it down. Um, good thing is, is that our mixer's old enough that um, it doesn't do that. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't have the ability to, <laughs> to slap the dough into a ball. The thing's a World War II veteran. Amazing. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's old as fuck. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't have the chops to sort of do that. Um, just like uh, just like how, how we use uh, you know rusty old analog synthesizers. Exactly. 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 You know, it has that. It has that same same fucking effect. You know, we record this podcast to tape, so you know that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like I remember my 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 one of the greatest like uh, time spent in music was like someone would be like, yo, man, I really got to give this tape. I'm like, I really don't have the fuck I'm going to play it. You know, because I was like, I never, and then I, I actually committed to find it. I, I didn't commit to buying one, but I found an old Sony radio twin tape yeah, that my yeah. dad had. And I was like, I was like, holy shit. Now I can listen to all the noise tapes that I've been given to <laughs> for the last fucking, fucking 10 years. And now I can finally give feedback to friends. Like, right, hey, you remember right. that tape? It was great. Remember that tape you gave me to, to me when I was blackout drunk like three years ago in Boston? Yeah, now I know what it sounds like. Fucking excellent work, you know? Like, don't don't change, you know? So stuff like that, yeah. So, so, no. the, uh, so the old Hobart mixer the is old the, uh, Hobart the analog, mixer, 20, analog tw- synth of the 25 end. pounds at a time. 25 pounds at a time. Um... We had uh, we we opted to have it to have it serviced, and uh, the the guy from Hobart, uh, which is like it's the most criminally expensive thing you can do. Mm. The minute he walks into your shop, it's like two seventy five. Right, right. Boom, right away. Mm. And then it's three hundred an hour after that. Oh, uh, and he looked at it, and he he looked at it, he went through the double doors of the kitchen, and then he backpedaled out, and it was like. There's no parts for that thing. It's either got a day left or it's got 30 years left. <laughs> so whatever you want to do. And we're like, we're like, well, I don't have to replace it right now. He's like, like I said, it's got a day or it's got 30 years. That is beautiful. And we're like, we're like, <laughs> all right, fuck it. We'll take our chances. And, you know, knock on wood. I mean, so far it gets the job done. It gets it done slow. But, you know, it's good. <clears throat> Thank God. <clears throat> That's amazing. Um, but then, but then you 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 have the uh, the Sicilian slice, right? Uh, more kind of like 
in the line of like LMB. Totally. Uh, it's so it's double the weight. So the trick is uh, for me at least like uh, the grandma is going to be the same weight as our round pie. Yeah. Which is undisclosed information. We're not going to share that. Um, but <laughs> this is a secret. <laughs> but um, that is that is one weight for the thinner square, and then the Sicilian is just it's double. Two, yeah, it's just double. It's just so, double. It's, so it's the same dough? It's the same dough. Oh, impressive. It's the same dough, but what the Sicilians are doing is that those are proofing at room temp from the minute that they're right. stretched into the tray up until about their pre their par bake. So you're getting you're getting more air. You're getting something that is closer to almost like a focaccia yeah. base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what's fun about that is that it's it can feel like a quite heavy slice, but it shouldn't feel too heavy. In your stomach, it doesn't feel it too heavy. It shouldn't beat you up too much, but it's a, it's, it's a big slice. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm a grandma guy myself because I could eat like three of them cold. I'm like, <laughs> right. love that. When Katie rolled up with the with the Sicilian, I was like, oh, wow, that's it's a big. slice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big. Um, well, I think on that L&B episode, though, we took down, I think, a tray between the two of us. Almost a whole tray. Almost a whole tray. We Respect. did almost a whole tray. Yeah. yeah. We did. I did not feel good. I felt as, great, but... As, as someone who's lactose intolerant... <laughs> it, I feel powerful before, after before that. The end of, before the end of the hour recording, I was like, I, I got to go to the bathroom because <laughs> this isn't so good. Uh, it was very, very... Yeah. Uh, it felt great having that uh, documented on the podcast. Yeah, it's too. good. <laughs> you can go back to that feeling anytime. Yeah. <laughs> For me, as like as an Italian and Greek American, I perpetually have heartburn. So <laughs> a, a pie that has predominantly a fuck ton of red sauce on it, which is delicious. Yeah, I gotta I gotta take the, I gotta take necessary measures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta have the tums in my pocket. Gotta eat a few before I eat it. A few after. <laughs> after yeah. after I hit like whatever thirty six, thirty seven, it just. You just you just can't eat whatever you want. It starts no, no, sir. It starts getting real sad, real sad life. But uh, so, how do you go from not owning a pizza place to owning a pizza place? Oof. How do you how 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 did you get the inspiration to open it uh, open a place? Um, so and then how did you actually do it? What happened was when I moved back home. Uh, I didn't really have a fallback plan. Um, so this, yeah, this is this is really like the meat of what yeah. Basecamp Beta is about. Is is basically like I'm trying to get ideas. Is yeah, yeah. It's, it's talking about not like, here. I'm not going to be rude and open a pizza place here. But <laughs> I'm talking about people's let's, plans. Let's open one in Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> Franchise. <laughs> you know, yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, I'm 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 easy with royalties. Three percent every month. No way. <laughs> your liaison. We can go into I business love together. That. Um, <laughs> No, I had no, I had no backup plan. Um, pizza was a skill that I'd uh, known from from family and mom and dad. Um, I uh, wanted to get into baking again. Um, I wanted to sort of be a sponge with them and kind of learn, uh, relearn a lot of shit, you know, to to sort of make pizza all over again. And um, we ended up getting a wood fired oven for uh, the backyard while I was still living with them when I moved back until I moved out again. Um, and then I started baking back there, and it was a completely different dough. I was doing uh, five pounds, and I would uh, I would room temp proof them over okay. and overnight. 
in okay, a, so in you a were, five gallon construction pail. Were you using a, like a super small amount of yeast the then? Smallest amount. Okay. Smallest amount. Because by the time I'd come to the pail in the morning, it would be completely up to the top. You know, it smell like beer. Yeah. It'd smell like beer. Well, it's, I mean, you're, you're making a bega basically. Yeah, exactly. So then I would take that and scoop it out and lay it onto the counter, and then I'd cut flour and roll, and then I'd rest it in the fridge for another 12 to, to 15 hours. The next okay, day. interesting. So you would do the you do the, 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 the kind of cold proof. That was my dough. Okay. Yeah, that was it. But then I'd cook. I'd I'd give it. I'd give the time to let the gases sort of release into the cans, and then I was cooking that in the backyard. It gave me a really crunchy product. It's not something that is like sustainable to sort of do this in here. So as time went on, I started to sort of think about that. That was a higher hydration dough as yeah. well, I guess. Oh, super high. It was like yeah, 75 I'm, or I'm thinking back to the pictures that you were posting on yeah. on, on social yeah. media that were yeah. very, yeah. very like yeah. super, super, super blackened. Yeah. Huge, huge, uh, huge. You know, mm -hmm. pockets of air. That was something that would come out of the can. It would be a one-two slap onto a paddle. Yeah. And yeah. that was it. It was ready to go. It was all small. Small pies, 14s. So we, I continued to bake in the backyard quite a lot over the pandemic. Started giving it to the neighbors, my parents, because the, the oven wasn't some fancy wood-fired oven. It was, a, it was a real pig. It still is. I used it the other day for Dad's birthday. It was a fucking nightmare. But what happens was that you put, like a, like you put so much wood in this thing to get it, to get it going. Um, and the smoke would just... It wouldn't draft up as well as it should. So it, if the wind took it one way, one neighbor got it. If the wind right. took it the other way, the other neighbor got it. So I was like, you know what? I got to start giving these guys pizza. Otherwise, they're going to just call the fire <laughs> department. Kick back. <laughs> they're going to call the fire department. I got to bribe them with something. And then um, we had uh, we had a old Papalione's T-shirt that had uh, this drawing that my dad had made for him in the 70s. Um, and we just took that and flipped it for Lucia. So the reef and all the stuff and the design of like the logo and everything like that was sort of, it, it came together quite fast. And then I realized that like, oh cool, everyone loves a pizza shirt um, and maybe I could do pre-orders. Um, even though I'm on the ass end of Long Island, maybe I can convince some friends who haven't had the pizza since 2017, this is different, they know it's mine. Uh, maybe they'll come. And f quite a few people started to come. Um, it got completely unsustainable for me to maintain that with my mom and dad. And I wasn't able to do it. My parents were also retired. So they didn't want, they didn't want to run a fucking pizza out of their house. <laughs> uh, my dad Sensible. and mom begged me not to do it. I continued to do it. Um, and I just kept going. Um, and then I moved to uh, Greenwich Village briefly, uh, taking over a friend's apartment. And I baked squares in the apartment, and I did pre-orders in the village as well. Um, again, not a lot, but I just had to keep you had to keep thing baking. alive. Uh, so I had to keep baking, and I had to keep going. You know, uh, and I just had to keep showing up on people's social media with stuff that I was cooking to to show them like, hey, actually, no, I'm, you know, I'm giving this thing the best it. shot I got. Yeah. <laughs> and in the process, I had started to look for locations. But I kept getting my ass handed to me every single lease talk or agreement completely went south. It was, uh, okay, everything is great. This looks great. That's great. We also want a $250,000 personal guarantee. 
no matter what your credit looks like, your partner's credit, it does not matter. We want this guarantee in saying like, if you fail, you know, if you fail, I'm, uh... hold on one second. Talk to me, little guy, what's going on? Um, this is my 25th, boss. We gotta get him a hat, we gotta get him a hat. <laughs> so this young customer is here and he's been pressing me, he's extorting me for a hat. Is that your 25th Maybe box? there might be something downstairs. Take care of him. Go, go with Jeff. <laughs> you know? You know? Jeff, take care of him. Community service. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Luci is a part of the community here. Uh, we are <laughs> we are, we are embedded into the streets of, of Avenue X and East 22nd. Uh, the kids love us even though they extort us. Um, that's South Brooklyn, baby. There we go. Um, so no, I kept getting my ass handed to me on these like lease agreements and so no COVID deals for retail no, space. No, certainly not. Uh, That's crazy. If I didn't have that, I you know um, uh, there was there was some talks of sure you get some concession to build, you know, uh, and then the lease terms were very short, you know, mm. five plus two, five plus five, you know, or you're you're looking at sort of like, you know, hold on one second, one second. Give him the trucker hat, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. You gave him. You, you, yeah, he loves He's it. He's happy enough. He's so happy. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You found a home for it. <laughs> anyway, so I didn't get a COVID deal. Um, mm. And then uh, I'd taken a break because uh, we had one agreement that fell through that really, like, bugged me a lot. I was yeah. feeling, like, super defeated. I was like, man, I, I don't even think, like, I just think. I'm Were you always looking around South Brooklyn? No. Oh, okay. I was looking. I wanted to be in the mix because I felt like the product warranted that sort of attention. The buzz, yeah. And from, the visibility from, from Sheepshead like, Bay yeah. is fucking tough. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, considering what we've gotten thus far, I think is like, it's, I mean, I don't even believe it sometimes, you know? Um, but that was never, I saw my dad and mom struggle with that shit for years. That no one, no one fucking knows where Sheepshead Bay is, or when I tell people where I'm from, I wasn't saying like I would give them as like a point of reference like Coney Island, because they everyone knows Coney Island. No one knows Manhattan Beach. I've said Manhattan Beach a few times, and I've gotten oh California. I'm like yeah, they got one too, dude. Yeah, yeah, I get it, you know. But I I don't sound like I'm from California. But uh, thank you, you know. So, so I have to like figure out how to do it. And then some uh, few childhood friends of mine um, had an advert agency down the street, and they were like, "Man, this is a spot on the corner. Guys, guys like begging to get out. Like he, yeah, he's just he's ran its course. He hasn't been open in in a really long time. You know, I think I think we could get this lease pretty easily. You know, and no bullshit, South Brooklyn, the norm normal terms. You know, right. yeah, yeah, normal terms. Uh, nothing really sh uh, sharky." Uh, happening and uh and it just took it took and i was like fuck either you know either we'll be a destination or we won't yeah you know uh and then the latter happened you know and i, I got fucking i got lucky bravo in, in that front you know but you didn't get lucky you got good yeah you know no choice just kept going <laughs> you got no choice you know you got no choice you know well yeah the uh the slices again are great. The uh, the toppings as well. You really nail that. Thank you. The, when uh, you're opening a, a place, what what are you trying to look 
for as a spread as to what you have on your slice offerings because you know often you go to a place and they have the all the usuals you know i see you don't have a baked ziti slice no <laughs> no sir no sir um, Chris is the perverse champion of the, uh, oh, the ZD slice. <laughs> I am. I. I am. I I'm not am. proud of it. It's just it's oh. happened many times, and I haven't hated it. You know, it's like I'm perpetually asked about a buffalo chicken slice. Uh, those I don't. Those I cannot fuck with. Yeah. No thank way. God. Well, what's it called? The the the, the spot. Luigi's. Uh, Luigi's in, my favorite. Would always have, I, but I would refuse. Even when it was the only fucking thing there, they only had like a buffalo chicken slice. I used and, to like, get a, the buffalo slice, there, like, slice a decade ago, and it's good. Mm, I'll be honest with you. It's my guilty pleasure in other shops that aren't mine. <laughs> you just, <laughs> I just have to let that you out can't there. Do it. Doesn't mean I'm never. I'm. Ne I'm never gonna do it. Yeah. But uh, have I had one from sure. Carmine's and Tony's on Graham <laughs> Avenue? Both. Yeah. Absolutely. Hungover, especially. Has the slice been so spicy that I haven't been able to get up to the crust? Yeah. Absolutely. But I've done it. I've done it in like like. This is fucking great. This yeah. is great. It's so, it is, it's perverted. It's not, it's not what's meant to be on pizza. For us, I mean, I kept it, I kept it really simple. I didn't even offer sausage up until like our, probably like third month. Okay. Because um, I wanted to keep as minimal amounts of raw or, or cooked um, proteins on the property. That's, that's very yeah. sensible, yeah. You know. Because <clears throat> uh, that, that, that opens up all sorts of cans of worms. Yeah. And I also wanted to find a system in where... Uh, the guys could prep the toppings, you know, um, that wouldn't kill us, you know? Right. So our good friends at Avenue X, uh, at A&S Fine Foods, they started making the hot sausage for us. Loose, just like out of the casing. Oh, amazing. We get it, we slap it onto Sicilian pot, uh, trays, we bake it, chop it up, and then it's ready to go. And that's it. And that was like, okay, great, I've added that. I've kept the classics like pepperoni, Mushrooms, fresh. We get them fresh, break them down, and cook them. Yeah, the mushrooms look great. Yeah, cook them until they're, you know, almost half the size. Um, anchovies, I got sometimes. I don't have them all the time. So, Do you have any right specialty? now? I got anchovies right now. Maybe anchovies. maybe we should get the uh, the anchovy tomato pie to go. Yeah. yeah. No olives, though, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We got shorted on the nostrilinos. Um, but no olives at the moment. Um, and that's it. Uh, yeah, we get asked for, I've gotten asked for everything, you know, but, you know, it's got to stay the course, you know, fuck in, in the interest <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> no, no, I don't mean that. Uh, everyone, what do you do? Every, everyone's got their preferences, but, uh, but, but you do keep those, it, those are shit preferences. It, no, <laughs> you, you know, you do keep it pretty pure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah as yeah. simple as possible, you know? Well, and I want to, you know, because we want to be on the ground, you know, reporting the, the big news here. So you're offering up chicken parm starting tomorrow? Tomorrow. <laughs> is that tomorrow, going to be a... Tomorrow, that, tomorrow we're going to have chicken parm heroes. Their cutlets have since been perfected. Um, we're going to do a beautiful hero bread. Um, and I'm excited about it. I'm really excited about it. That's pretty um, exciting. <clears throat> we also now have mozzarella sticks. Oh, hell yeah. Which we got shorted on fryer oil this week. So we don't have them right now. We don't have them right now, but we should have them by tonight if the oil shows up. Uh, all the good industry things that happen every day here, you know, but. You do, you do, you're going to do buffalo wings? Never. <laughs> no buffalo wings, no, no, no. buffalo slice. No. In fact, there's no hot sauce on this property. But you got the hot peppers. Mm-hmm. 
And, he, and I assume you got pepper flakes. I got pepper flakes, Calabrian chilies, cherry peppers. Was there Calabrian chili on the, the uh, pepperoni slice? No. Okay, just a sausage so. slice. Okay. Has the Calabrian chilies with thinly sliced red onions, the hot sausage. And uh, I had that slice once uh, when I was testing it. And I was like, wow, this is really, you know, I liked it and I ran it and it did well. But my slice that day didn't have that many Calabrian chilies on it. And then I had another slice a month or two later. I was like, damn, this is kicking my ass. So heads up, it's spicy. Um, it's probably the spiciest slice we offer. But uh, yeah, just the classics for now, you know. Uh, we're offering one hero. Uh, but because we're offering a chicken parm, I'm sure we'll offer also a chicken cutlet hero, you know. Right. With, uh, with a... AOE that I got to work on, stuff like that. So I'm just going to advertise the chicken parm first and see how it goes and uh, just run until they're sold out. Do a chicken cutlet with maybe some anchovies and red sauce on it. That sounds like a you move. Well, my, you <clears throat> remember my sandwich at Lorimer Market? Oh, yeah, of course. The, uh, the G-Slam, which I tried to get on the board there, but it was hard to break into the Lorimer Market <laughs> board. Well, now it doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't exist anymore, RIP, but... Um, yeah, that was the uh, that was the fish sandwich with anchovies and red sauce and capers. I love that. <laughs> it sounds great. <laughs> Which was good. I did eventually get multiple people at Control ordering it <laughs> alongside me. So I never went there with you. I, I I should have. I should have should have joined. Imagine Chris in line with a board that says, "This is also available." <laughs> Just standing yeah, there. exactly. Like, yeah. You guys don't know what you're missing. You can't order it. <laughs> these these pricks won't put it on the board, but. <laughs> One, it would have to be a Friday. This. It would have to be a Friday special because they only did the fish sandwich on That's Friday. Right. So I only I, do clams on Friday. There we go. Is it, it uh, is it for for uh, for Catholic reasons? Yeah. No, no. For, but it was a fucking reasons. hit during Lent. Yeah. It was, yeah, 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 it yeah. was <laughs> a hit during Lent. It was a hit during Lent. It's an observant neighborhood. Yes, this is a f- extremely so. Amazing. God bless that holiday. Literally, it was awesome. <laughs> it was great. It's great. So what? What it, like? Zooming out a little bit here, what do you feel about like uh, what do you feel about like the move from going to from techno to pizza? I think like, it's great. Like what uh, what 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 do you feel about like, you know the kind of connection between music and food more broadly? Oof. There we go. Now we're getting the hospitality question. Because um. it's something that you know like this is it, b- both things are big focuses of this podcast and. And something that like comes up a lot, you know. Also, in our, the in our depth worlds. of dance music is a focus of the pop, <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, if it's not 155 BPM, I won't play it. Um, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I need 80,000 Scoville units. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, folks. I still play normal house music. Um, uh, no, I think I think cooking, cooking and production is similar. I think that's where the simil- similarities lie. You know. Um, there's so much prep that goes into both, you know, mixing, mastering, uh, synthesis, and everything like that that sort of accumulates to, to the record, accumulates to a dish. And cooking, I think, is, is the same and similar. It's like you put on a record, you know, it might, you know, maybe it, does, maybe it takes 30 seconds for you to hate it, maybe it takes a minute, you know. Cooking, fucking one bite, you know. I don't think a lot of us, I mean, maybe we've gone back in, but we've taken one or two bites. We've been like, oh, I don't know if I could do this. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. it's just not for me. You know, it's not for me. And I think, um, I think that's where they're similar. I think that it's, I think that you also have a level of bias. Uh, it's because it's very personal, you know, and, and I, I always felt like I was pretty personal with, with my music. And 
I I hated uh, I hated DJ feedback so much so much mm. oh I hated feedback um, I liked it from friends who meant well um, but from the industry uh, the, yeah the, the, and then the, the I, I also uh, I also hated assholes that had a problem with me using open open nine oh nine hi hats which <laughs> well, what, which a problem with I'm gonna bring them in on the thirty third I'm bring them back in on the forty ninth you prick like I'm gonna keep going <laughs> I'm gonna make sure that that's so what's just going up what's the open yeah. the open nine oh nine hat Equivalent in the culinary world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hard-hitting questions here oh, on Base Camp. <laughs> man, um, I think it's I think it's I think it's pizza men screaming at the sky trying to reinvent the wheel when it's just like it's a good fucking hi hat. You know, it's, it really is. It's great. It's great. And and you know what? That analog rhythm one, if it's not mixed right, it's just hurt my ears, so you could keep it, you know? The, like, rith the rhythm can be pretty hard. Metallic. Yeah. I mean, I had the Mark yeah. 1. That <laughs> thing was fucking... No, I, until I got, I put the 909 kit on it, and <laughs> I was having fun after that. <laughs> but, so, so uh, you know, aside from the randomization features on that thing, it was a total waste of money. 909 is like, like an old Hobart mixer. You yeah! Know? <laughs> there we go. That's it. That's it, you know? Everyone wants one. They're fucking, They're fucking expensive. expensive. No the one wants is gonna, to repair them. Tech is going to yeah, charge you no a billion dollars. To and them. it's going to last three days or 30 no. years. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of what button gets stuck the most. The snare is different on all the 808s, right? And, it's true. You know, the fucking hook snaps in differently on all these Hobarts anyway. So, no. Yeah, but, I mean, I guess that's where there's, like, I guess a level of, of patience with production and baking as well, you know. You know, you you're gotta hate, wait for things. You're hating DJ feedback, but you must love the food blogging feedback. Oh, how I love that. How much worse is that? <laughs> Which, um, how, do they, how do those two compare? I think, I, I think that uh, it's like, oh man, it's like that South Park episode where they all become Yelpers. I, don't, I didn't see that. Holy one. shit. So they all become Yelpers, right? And they all figure out, uh, I forgot whose dad is. I don't know if it's Stan's dad or one of the dads. But he figures out that he could tank businesses mm. by being a Yelper. And he comes into business, he's like, oh, you don't know. I'm like a level five Yelper, you know? <laughs> like, I'm this guy, like, you got to take care of me. So there's the, there's the part of reviews that are in blogs that, are, that have no accountability whatsoever, right? They come in. It's not like the... It's not like Ratatouille and, you know, Remy's in the kitchen helping me. We don't have any Remy's in our kitchen. Um, <laughs> uh, but, you know, there's, it's not like the reviewer comes in and the kitchen scrambles and there's this whole, like, cartoon-esque thing that's happening. Stuff. No, this is uh, a random person comes in. They pick up the bottom of their slice. It's a little more charred than necessary. Burnt. One star. Or I've gotten, I've gotten like... Uh, came in, chef said they were sold out. One star, tough luck. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? So, I mean, you can't control. Um, I had to stop reading them at one point. Um, for us, though, I am fortunate to say that a majority of them have been, have been pretty well received. I think that a lot of people got quiet after Pete Wells wrote about us um, because there was just not much to be said after that, I think. And uh, I definitely value someone like Pete Wells uh, a ton more than uh, someone who previously to reviewing my place has reviewed their local laundromat and dragged them as well. <laughs> so I think, I think there's some level of accountability there where, you know, it's, it's, more, it's more real and it's more honest, you know. And uh, I also do appreciate the people who love food and take, take time out to 
write something in depth and if there is like a level of some constructive feedback there that I can take then I'm gonna take it you know I'm, I'm, I'm gonna fucking hate it yeah yeah for sure because you know I I'm trying my best and I think that oftentimes they don't understand what it's like to sort of scale recipes up to an extent to deal in a commercial setting of course where I'm in charge of <clears throat> nine guys on a regular basis um in charge of food orders that have to be on time and if they're not i'm in my car and i'm running into three warehouses to make sure that we have what we need um you know that if dough is not getting made perpetually throughout the day then the fermentation's off and that i might have to stop service if the dough isn't coming out the exact way that i like it yeah you know all these things there's so many different you know facets the same way it's like you've been working on an album for years you know and then you release it and fucking doesn't do what you expected you know it's the same sort of level of but heartbreak this, this is an album that you're working on all the time that's Constant. never finished no so. it's never finished <laughs> it's never finished and there's something there's something uh, i'll see you in a sec there's something that um there's something about that that's like you know uh I have uh, uh, my working partners like, you know, we're, we're not we're not quite a finished product, you know, and I've started to learn to love that saying, you know, I think because it's cool. It's it's and at first I didn't like that. I didn't want to tell people that we're still figuring it out, you know, so come come eat with us. You know, <laughs> it doesn't sound like there's a tremendous amount of confidence um, there, but you learn to love it both ways, you know, that it needs but probably needs a little bit more in one direction versus that's, the that's, next. You that's know? any artistic process, though. Yeah. If, you, if you take it seriously, if you invest yourself in it, you're never going to be perfect. No, of course. You're always not. working towards, you know, towards 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 some imagined ideal that may change with time. Exactly. Yeah. So you know what Pete Wells looks like? I don't. Damn. I don't. So funny story about that was is that um, we had come out in the. New York Times email mail out uh, that Sam Sifton had sent out, but it was really under the radar because I've gotten that email for the last probably seven to eight years, you know, um, and uh, it was just like I think Sam's a pretty big fisherman. Sam Sifton like loves to fish. Um, so he's out here fishing. A lot? I don't know if he was out here fishing, but he was on the beach or on the boardwalk or something like that. And it was just, it said something like, you know, after a long day, then I want, like, some pizza. And it was the link. So a friend, well, friends I read that day, I didn't read it um, until after I figured out that we were the pizza link. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't, I didn't know that this was, you know, that this, uh, this, was, this happened. The following day that that came out, I was in here, and I was just doing my, my, my classic sort of, like, Sunday, like, uh, I was just in here, we were just hustling. It's an early day for us. We get a lot of travel downs on Sunday. You know, this gentleman walks in, he's got this slick Patagonia jacket on and his hat and glasses. No idea who he is, no idea. Comes up to the counter, gets a vodka slice, give him a vodka slice. He's hovering by the counter and he just woofs it, eats it, right? Goes, you know what, I'll try that. Give him another slice, third slice. And then he meets me at the counter um, to pay. And he shakes my hand and he goes, he goes I, was like, I was like, hey, I'm Sal, by the way. And just felt like I don't know why, yeah. but I did it. And he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm Sam. And like, I froze, and I didn't, still didn't get it, you know. He walks out, but I had a couple, husband and wife, in the middle of the restaurant sitting. And um, 
the husband goes, heads up, uh, just to let you know that Sam Siphony's taking a photo of the outside of your spot. You should go stand in the doorway. He's casing it. And that was that photo of me when I walked out and me and him started dying <laughs> laughing because I was like, you fuck? Like, what's up, dude? <laughs> nice to meet you, man. Like, you know, this is fucking nuts, you know? Um, but that was really it. And then uh, uh, I knew that Sam couldn't write the review because I think it's not really fair, you know? Um, and I never spoke to Sam about Pete Wells in my life. I would, I mean, I have a fucking slice shop. It's yeah, yeah. not going <laughs> to bring that guy's name up. So I didn't know that that was happening. Then they called the pizzeria and it sounded like a prank call, which I've had a bunch of recently. Thank you guys for that. Appreciate <laughs> you. Um, fucking love it. Um, and they called up and they were like, hey, this is the New York Times. We want to send a photographer over to take some photos. Uh, we have a shot list, and uh, what's the availability? I was like, I'll be here at 11 a.m. I'll see you tomorrow, because <laughs> I thought it was total <laughs> bullshit. Um, but I showed up. The photographer met me. We took the photos, um, and then I, I I pressed the photographer for more information, and I got absolutely nowhere. Uh, I said, Who's writing it? He said, I don't know, man. It would be Sam or Pete. And I was like, It's not Sam. And I was like, It sure as hell ain't Pete. So I was like, It's <laughs> like thanks. I was like, He's like, Yeah, man. But whatever. Like you know they'll be in touch you know and i was like all right cool so i think like a week went by and it was on a monday my day off and uh pete had called the shop for a fact check and my partner good on him even though you know we all have a policy where we're like don't give don't give our cell phone number to anyone you know i don't you know i think it's not the right thing to do you know they can't reach you have them call back when you're here you know whatever but gave pete my cell phone number and it was my day off and my phone rings and really i look for certain i look for certain things that i have to pick up on and i don't and i just started bringing i was like oh, i just need like some silence but the iphone does this cool thing where it says maybe someone and it right. was a missed call and it said maybe pete wells and i jump up i was like oh. <laughs> uh, called him back right away I was like, hey, Pete, uh, this is Salvatore. He's like, hi, Salvatore. How are you? you know, it's very he didn't call through like a voice modulator. Fuck no. TC Helicon <laughs> pedal. Super, <laughs> super deadpan on the phone, you know, and I was like, I was like, oh, my God, mom and dad are going to be so excited. He's like, well, uh, I'm excited that you're excited. And I was like, fuck. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, oh, no. I was like, oh, oh, okay. All right. No doubt. Jesus. Uh all right, Pete. Well, take care. And he goes, yeah, I'll be uh, online uh, online tomorrow and print on Wednesday. See you, man. Take care. And I was like, take care, Pete. Damn. That's how <laughs> and, and then you couldn't sleep. And then the next day, <laughs> the next day, I was like uh, literally looking online. I was like, I was like, good, 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 good. Okay, the crust need works. Okay, good, good. You know, like kept, did that. And then, yeah, got it in print. And that was it. And there was a wrap. And then it did, it did bring me like a level of peace with like other assholes that were, you know, I was just saying to myself, like, you know, I got to pinch myself. I got to take a beat. I got to realize how thankful and lucky I am to have had someone of that sort of caliber come through and give me, you know, and he told me how he did it. And he visited me unannounced three times. Now, in certain restaurants in Manhattan, this is true, they have his photo in the kitchen. Yeah, right. I, you know we don't <laughs> you know what I mean we're like we're like you know we're like everyone is everyone but you know like you know 
And uh, if you're asking some guys that are running a pizzeria in South Brooklyn, <laughs> would they know if Pete Wells walked in? The answer is no. Right. You know, none of us would. Um, and I think that's the magic of it. That's the magic of it. That's why no one uh, who's running a different type of spot should have any sort of salt at all to it. Just know that we fucking do it. You know what I mean? Like, it was really, you know, uh, preparation creates the opportunity. You know, like, it was just, it was all in the prep, you know? And uh, doing our best, sort of failing forward with, you know, not telling someone every time that that thing's unavailable, even though the Kel Caesar has never fucking made it onto a table in here, you know? <laughs> but trying to roll things out is very difficult, you know? And it uh, sometimes it often doesn't translate the way that you think it might, you know? Because <clears throat> people see something on a menu, they want it, you know? And I'm learning, I'm learning that now. Uh, and and uh, if you thought I was simple before, wait till you see the summer menu. Oh my God, it's getting smaller, you know? Is it? It, it is, but... Have but, there already been some slices that have gone down? But s some changes. No, not the ones that you got. Those, right. those are staying forever. But uh, some stuff that's going to get added and some stuff that's just going to be manageable to put forward in a way that doesn't jeopardize everything we did here, you know? Maintaining that, uh, maintaining the legitimacy, you know, which we've been so fortunate to receive is the most difficult part of this business, period, <clears throat> you know? Um, People love to say shit like, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's not the same. Yeah, you of know? course. Or it was, it was, you know. I was good yeah, six like, years ago. It's, it's not nah. been good since the old man died. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this classic sort of fucking, yeah. you know, Sheepshead Bay uh, mentality, which is equal parts like salt of the earth and super unforgiving. So it's like maintaining that and just hitting people as much as we can with that like level of consistency. I think it's always been the goal. Pre-Sam, pre-anyone, you know, um, and that's it. And that's, that's really been, really been the, the trick, I think. Tougher crowd here, I have to imagine, than had you opened in, uh, you know, North Brooklyn or 100%. Manhattan or something. 100%. Um, I'm not sure quite why, you know. <laughs> I'm not sure quite, I, I'm not sure, uh, I'm not sure quite why that, why, why that is, but, um, it's definitely a challenge. Uh, it's a challenge, you know. I think that this is much more of a show and prove type of area. Yeah, totally. You know, um, it's more of an in-your-face area, you know. Um, people sometimes don't have a filter to tell you everywhere they've ever been and the pizzas that they've had and how incredible they, they, those pizzas are. And, and then you're like giving them the slice and I'm like, I'm slowly sliding across the counter because I'm like, maybe this isn't for you. <laughs> Spare me and you the, the relationship, you know? We could be friends. You don't, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. You don't have to compare me to every place you've ever eaten at. It's okay. It's all right to be different, you know? I'm sorry that I'm not like your favorite pizzeria that was around 50 fucking years ago. When they had dudes sliding down the coal chute to deliver the coal. Like, I don't know what to tell you, you know? So all these weird, um, these weird precedents that people unfortunately set in their mind when they come in, you know. But what it does create is it lights a fire under your ass, you know. You, 
I think the biggest way to earn those kind of patrons' respect is to just show the fuck up, you know? And, uh, and that's it, you know? I mean, you're not, you're, you know, people in this area are not gonna give you a second or a third chance. You know what I mean? Um, especially if they're like local people who've had their spot for a while, you know, they yeah. see you and you're like, yeah, this is a new spot, I wanna try it, you know? And, they put spinach on my pie. It's basil, but it's okay, you know, like, <laughs> like, um, you know, and like dealing with that level of, yeah, you know, tough, toughness, you know. So are you finding like uh, more people are coming to, to this, this to coming to Wuxia as a, as a destination spot or, or? We get both. You get both. We get both now. Uh, Monday through Friday, I'd say we have our built-in lunch crowd. Um, but now, like what we're seeing here, it's a pleasure that you guys are here today. Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, you know, we're we're getting into the middle of the day. Everyone that's walking in right now as we speak while we're talking, these people are coming in, are they? Yeah. Right. So they're coming in, all travel down, never been here before. I love that shit. Everyone that was here before had never been here before. That's the fucking, that is also your bread and butter. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so the fact that it's happening on a Tuesday for me is quite confusing, but it seems like today was just a really good beach day. Yeah. yeah, And I'm happy that people are taking the trek out from the beach because I'm not too far, but I'm also not too close, you know? So oh, I, oh, I, I would imagine the summer's going to be real good I, for you. That's why I, I love that that's happening, yeah. that we have both because um, I don't think, you know, uh, you don't want to be, uh, you don't want to be over, overly, overly reliable on uh, just the the neighborhood yeah you know um the neighborhood should have your back you should have kids extorting you for hats <laughs> um you know you should have all of those things that a local spot has but you need to have people come from anywhere you yep. know um even if it's even if it happens once or twice a month it's just you know it's one more chance that the next time that they're at the beach or the next time their friends are at the beach they just remember well, like yeah, man, that place spot. is pretty cool it's not that far you know yeah. we can we can do it and if we're already fucking so far might as well just take a break beat the traffic a little bit yeah yeah you know you got bedford to bike down you know it's a great trip i mean it's long as hell but Still, it's a straight shot, you know. I mean, so yeah, I used, to, I used to swing by L and B on my way back from the beach, biking up Bedford, and this mm -hmm. is a hell of a lot closer. Yeah. So for any of our biking beach warriors out there. <laughs> <laughs> so any any big last thoughts from anyone? Any uh, so what your future plans for the summer, Sal? You got got uh, some. You, you got the chicken parm coming and some uh, some menu readjustments. Yeah, some small plates. Okay. For like post beach fun, I think. So I'm excited about that. Maybe there's a tuna crudo out there somewhere. Oh wow. Oh, wow. Maybe, you know, some some cute like that. I don't know. But um <laughs> just wanna just wanna make it out of the summer uh you know, in one piece. And what about what about music stuff uh coming up? Anything? Nothing. <laughs> Never again. No, <laughs> I don't uh, want to talk about it. <laughs> no, I mean i I've, I've been trying to finish uh, this album for a long time, and 
I don't have the time to, to, to get into it as much as I'd like right now, but doesn't mean it's out of the cards. Uh, I'll, uh, Music's always going to be there. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I like that. Uh, I like that. I, you know, I, I still produced enough records. Torture people for many years <laughs> to come. Um, and if I can get it done, I'll get it done. But uh, I, I, I wish I had more time, you know, coming out of here. I don't, the last thing I do is want to put on some cans and torture myself, you know, <laughs> by, by, with my own stuff, you know. Um, but yeah, summertime, we're going to get ISIS. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Italian ISIS. Katie's very excited about that. Yeah, we're getting a flavor ISIS. lineup. Yeah. Um, definitely going to do a rainbow. We're definitely doing a rainbow. Beautiful. Rainbow, <laughs> lemon, mainstays. Um, Depending on where and how we get them, we might have a rainbow cookie, which is, I don't know if you've ever had rainbow cookie ices. But <laughs> this is another obsession. The shit. It's the shit, yeah. So um, Another one of Katie's obsessions. I love rainbow cookies, man. Rainbow cookies are the shit. Uh, they don't get enough love. No. They're tremendously difficult to make as well. They look hard as shit to they're make. They're very hard. As, people, they're well, it's, 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 it's like separate it's, cakes. It's, it's, it's almost three like marzipan. Yeah. But cakes. they're really fucking three thin. They're thin. Yeah. yeah. Thin ass cakes. Yeah. That's a lot of work. Yeah. I watched a video because I was getting like, I was like, I was like, oh, maybe I'll have my like carbone moment and yeah, I'll make yeah. a bunch of rainbow cookies and I'll do them really fancy. And I watched like some old grandmas make them on YouTube and I was like, <laughs> I'm all day. never <laughs> doing this ever, ever. I don't know. <laughs> I'll get them from a bakery. Um, but I'd like to have rainbow cookies on hand. Um, you know, just even like a lemon ice stuffed with like a rainbow cookie in it. Lemon, is, lemon, lemon, good. lemon and chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, Holy good combo. Holy shit. The, when, the minute that you get to the adulthood of like, and you don't say ill, like you're like, oh, wow, lemon and chocolate? <laughs> no, that's oh good. Oh, my God. It's magic. Yeah, as a kid, I would have hated that. But. Yeah, I would have. I hated it. Yeah. When I, was, I would be like, "Oh, please clean the scooper. Like, don't. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. do that. You know. Right now, I'm actually fermenting some, uh, some like ginger lemonade. There like, you go. Basically, basically like ginger beer. I like that. Yeah, I'm look, looking forward to that. That'll be done by the weekend. Let's go. Beautiful. Let's go. I like that shit. So if you're into pizza. You can come down to Lucia. That's 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 the best idea. You can also grab merch. True. Very active merch shop. Yes, Lucia dot pizza. It's really easy. <laughs> it's really easy. I didn't know they had a dot pizza. We got a dot. <laughs> Amazing. You're goddamn right. We do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the future. Yep. Yep. Web three is here. Yep. I mean, I I, I, I opted. I, I I I shamelessly opted for dot edu, but that was that was that was a lot. That was a lot. But yeah, we got a dot pizza. Amazing. <clears throat> yeah, we have drop shipping. You get in three days, in state, out of state. It's good. If you're ordering to Berlin and it gets lost, don't DM me about it. <laughs> don't DM me about it. Sales DMs specifically, are open. specifically. <laughs> So this message goes out to Radio Slave. Matt, I'm sorry about the shirt. You've since been sent another one on FedEx. It costed us $106. <laughs> I'll expect that for my royalties. Thank you. Um, I'm kidding, Matt. I love you. Um, but no, yeah, we, you know, I just, I hope to see all the friends that finally can now travel, you know, from Berlin. 
I'm happy, you know. Uh, I am doing a bit of traveling myself soon. Won't reveal my dates for God knows if there'll be a coup while I'm gone or something like this. A coup, rather. There'll be a coup while I'm gone. I'll come back and it'll be called something else and not Lucia, but no, I think everybody's going to hold it down while I'm gone. We didn't get to talk about the name. Oh, okay. Super easy. Um, It's not my mom's name, (laughs) for the record. Um, It is my favorite Sicilian name, which means uh, light. It means light. Um, It's also, we removed the religious icon that was once used in our original stamp um, for reasons because my family in Sicily had some kind words for me about that. Mm. And they said, we do not, we do not do this. Yeah. This is tremendously not okay. Wow. Um, and I agreed with them in a sense, cause I was like, you know what? Make it for everybody. And I think that's fair. But yeah, Santa Lucia, she's from Syracuse, Sicily. And her story is beautiful rad town, as hell. beautiful town. Tail, her t- yeah, beautiful town. Yeah. One of the best, one of the most good beautiful. pizza there too. I had a good pizza there with some, uh, donkey mortadella on it now we're wow. talking it was tight is that and then yeah that was my wife got that and i got i got the pizza with mackerel and lemon and capers which was that sounds good yep oh now yeah we're talking so the gentleman that's walking across the street has been one of our greatest and best supporters his name is anthony pinto he is the <laughs> owner of pinto novelty and he's a part of the fucking furniture in here and what could you say about, come here, come on, bring it in, bud. What could you say about Lucia Pizza? What could you say? Um, You're going to have to get close to the mic, old man. What can I say? Quality at its best. There, you go. there it is. Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> Legend. The man, dude. Also, he's got some rad collectibles in that novelty store. Hell yeah. I think we drove past that on the way. Oh, we? it's incredible. Yeah. Awesome. Like model trains and shit? No, like box cutters that, oh. that are like Sunkiss, Disarono, Arizona, Coca-Cola, old school stuff. Beautiful. Wow. And, and Anthony's not selling anything, so don't even ask. <laughs> we just buy <laughs> Don't ask. Don't ask. It's not as much of a store as it is a museum. You make money when you buy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. It's not what you make, it's what you don't spend. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Less is more. <laughs> I love it. No money for gas, no extra pay. Don't get it twisted. All right, <laughs> All right is that is that a wrap? Yeah, that's a wrap. I don't want to do an episode with Anthony now. Yeah, <laughs> just 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 call it the Pinto Diaries. Have you? So, guys, unfortunately, we're back at uh, Lucia again. How was it? Good, good. Love you, buddy. Take care. You're the best. Amazing. So, uh, yeah, fortunately, we're back at uh, Lucia with. Anthony Pinto. (laughs) (laughs) Novelty. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Grab some merch. Fantastic. Thank you guys.